I don't really understand how Anthony Mackie got this far looking like a bug with buck teeth, but here we are. Scarlett Johansson has the emotional range of a celery. I hate white people. All of us. Why do so many people have a crush on Sebastian Stan? He looks like a potato. Winston Duke brought as hell up top with crackhead legs. Damn. Don Cheadle looked like a mix between a beetle, that rhymes, a muskrat, and a roach. That's just up. Benedict Cumberbatch always looks like he's had an allergic reaction to I bet Tom Holland is one of those whiteies who claps when the plane lands. Also, while I'm comparing old men to reptiles, ever notice that Samuel L. Jackson looks like a snapping turtle? If a girl wants to f Paul Rudd, chances are she'll f you too. Hashtag Paul Rudd is unfuckable. And this one is very simple and to the point. Paul Bethany, what a How did the coolest, blackest dude in the galaxy end up with some white bread ass name like Chadwick? <laughs> if I said it once, I said it 600 times. Chris Pratt is still a Perhaps Chris Evans isn't in truth a great actor, but he plays Captain America <laughs> like he's a big dumb hunk of <laughs> Hello and welcome to Nerdstocking. I'm Bill, and with me is some guy I pulled off the street. What's well, your name, sir? Uh, well, you just have to find me on social media. Really? that's where I am everywhere. Homeless, homeless people have social media feeds, too? Of course. So uh, tonight we're talking about uh, toxic fanboyism, uh, mostly spurred on because uh, just recently um, Kelly Marie Tran, who was... Uh, Rose Tico in The Last Jedi. She recently shut down her Instagram feed and supposedly it's because she was being harassed endlessly by trolls. Now, I don't want to be victim blaming, but I don't know. It just seems to me that if you're starring in a Star Wars movie, then you've got to be prepared for that shit, right? Like, is that too harsh, you think, Chad? Or Well, I think that... Yeah, people are going to scrutinize you. You're going to they're going you're going to be screwed and scrutinized. Yeah, that's something different maybe. But. but it's like and I guess this is a lot of pressure. She's an Asian actress who's mm -hmm. been given this opportunity. Yeah. She's broken out, so to speak, yeah. right? It's and, a huge opportunity. And to to play a role that we didn't hate. And it's a major role. Thing. It's not just a cameo, yeah. it's a major she has a major plot line in it. She becomes like a one of the big characters. And in a film filled with people that are kind of irritating, she really wasn't one of them. No, she was great. So it, it's Her kind of a shame. character did stupid things, but I think she as a character what? and an actress was good. I enjoyed watching her. Yeah. And so she has this opportunity and to buckle. It's like, well, you're blowing this opportunity by buckling to the pressure of a bunch of D-bags. Right. And there's got to be lots of people, sh sh you know, sharing a lot of love. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people who are very happy about, you know, her role, her acting, everything. Yeah. She was great. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? Like, 
You have to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative, right? Mm -hmm. So like you're saying, I'm sure there was endless tweets for her in our Twitter feed. The majority, I would say the vast, like I'm not scrutinizing Kelly Marie Tran's Twitter feed. I'm not scrutinizing anybody's other than nerd stalking, which I obsess over just, you know, (laughs) constantly just waiting for the littlest slight. Yeah. I wish... (laughs) I'm going to wish 500 people, you know, slammed our uh, podcast on uh, social media because it would be 500, you know, in, uh, interactions. That's right. Even though we blew past 100,000 on true. Gentle and Frozen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was all good. That was a good, there wasn't really a lot of negativity on that, on our YouTube uh, feed for that, considering it had 100,000 views. But uh, Just one person after another saying Deadpool 2. I know because <laughs> I'm of Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. It's funny, Deadpool 2, it's a movie kind of about a douchebag. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's <laughs> movies about douchebags don't attract douchebags. Movies that are like trying to be great things or like uh, we'll discuss later, like, you know, a lot of it's coming from people who uh, feel that Star Wars is getting too PC. It's becoming kind of a social justice warrior kind of like that's who are taking it over. Mm-hmm. There's people that want to, that have agendas. They want to push feminism and they want to push diversity, whatever that. Because we're cooler than that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But but something like Star Wars, right. which is a bit of douchebaggery, attracts all these douchebags. Yeah. And then they are tearing into people for no, for no reason. Like, you know, what she's gone through, yep. pulling herself off of social media because she just can't take it. It's like, if you can't take it, you're basically kissing your career goodbye. Yeah. Because now's your chance. Here's the beginning. Like, as it is, you have a hard road, you know? Uh, and if this is where you're starting and you're already giving up, right? what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. And that's, again, not to blame the victim. Yeah. But sometimes people have to stand up. And then she should have some people around her with a little bit of support to say, you can do this. Well, like I'm like I'm saying, nonstop positive reinforcement of her. And not just reinforcement, right? Not just stroking. But I'm sure in her feed, people would say, it was great to see your role. You were so funny. You were so, yeah, all the stuff. You're yeah. funny. You're beautiful. You know, you, you look so good. I'm As an Asian person, I really look up to you, right? Tons of that. The vast majority thousand of her, to one. Yeah, a thousand to one were positive tweets. Yeah. And then some guys go in and they do say, they say fucking You're heinous, fat. racist, ching chong, yeah. wing wong, you shouldn't be on. Like they did that. They edited her, uh, somebody edited her, her, her Wikipedia uh, that Donald feed. Trump has got to stop, <laughs> stop <laughs> trolling <keep> her. <laughs> <laughs> Only funny because we're making fun of Donald Trump, not her. But, uh, you know, tons of positive reinforcement. And there's guys that say horrible fucking things. But then you're accentuating the negative and eliminating the positive. Like, if you shut down your Instagram feed because of that, all the great positive reinforcement, you're shutting that down too. Well, I say, you know, like, if if you had a party and you yeah. invited, invited 100 people. Yeah. And, and and one person didn't come, that would be the person that would, it would eat away at you. Mm. Why the fuck didn't they come? I know they're not doing anything. They said they were coming. <laughs> I yeah. made I made them a place card. Yeah, you obsess about you know? it. And so it's sort of, maybe it's that, right? It's a sucky part of humanity, That I guess. negativity is really powerful. Yeah. The dark side is very powerful. Yeah. You know, yeah that's ironically. Been, that's been the theme of Star Wars the whole time. That's... I think probably Yoda said that at one time. The dark path is the easier path. Yeah. It's much easier to be negative than it is to be positive. Positive takes a lot of work. I'm not a big fan of censorship and like, you know, 
Yeah. I, no, that's not true. I am a fan of censorship. <laughs> okay. And I say that because <laughs> back when I was cartooning, there was a lot of talk about censorship and how, yeah. you know, the problem with censorship is that you, it's, it's, you're either for it or you're against it. You can't have it both ways. And unfortunately, even though I was drawing a, a comic strip that was a bit racy, yep. um, I had to take the position of, uh, of censorship because anti-censorship opened up too many negative things, too, many, too much of a Pandora's box. If you said there's no censorship, there's no censorship, and there's a lot of things that are allowed. Well, that's, that I there's a difference right. between censorship and editing. Sure, but in, right? in, in art, usually it's like it's what is allowed by the state is that's where I talk about censorship because it's the state who censors, right? Right. So I think that, you know, I don't want like, and I'm saying this in relation to the internet, the yeah. internet, I, I don't think that it's great to have a lot of censorship, but I think that there should be accountability. Right. You know, I don't think that it should be so much of the wild west. You out think there. the, the anonymity isn't a good thing. I think anonymity breeds uh douchebaggery and meanness in assholes who uh, know that nobody knows who they really are. Right. They don't put a real picture of themselves. They pick a fucking fake name. They go yeah. on, they go get themselves a Gmail account. They're living in their parents' basement <laughs> and they're fucking going after people saying, oh, ching chong chong, you shouldn't be in Star Wars. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, loser. <laughs> You know, sitting in your par in your parents' basement, yeah. fucking jacking off to your grandmother's wedding picture. <laughs> yeah, you heard me, Tom. I know you're out there, Bill. And no, not no, Bill. Tom's, you're Bill. No, <laughs> no, Tom's a regular contributor to our uh, discussion. Forum, Is he? So, oh, not Tom then. Please. I don't mean Tom. I just picked up names. I mean Sven. Oh yeah, Sven. Sven. Nobody that likes Sven. Sven. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's just... It, so uh, a friend of mine, Kimberly Way, was in a uh, ukulele flash mob. Yeah, so what was that all about? Like, what so was they, going on? Like, so they, they just pop up? They, like, where were they? 30 people would just appear on bay in front yeah. and flash mob ukulele show. Dee, 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 playing a little ukulele, play yeah. a little song. Playing, and like, tiptoe to yeah, tip the tulips. Whatever, or? right? You know, got out of Vita. And they went into the, ba <laughs> they went into the, ba the, the, the path system yeah. under the city, and they, yeah. they played, they did, so they did, I think, three little performances of this flash mob thing. So suddenly, out of the blue, a, you know, I don't know, a couple of dozen people, three dozen people do this flash mob with ukuleles. And uh, so she tells me about it and she said, you know, because we we're doing a show together and she says, oh, you should check out. Here's this. Here's a link to this article in Toronto Life or some some magazine. Yeah. And so I'm reading it. Oh, this law. Oh, this is good. I watch the video and I think, oh, how fun, you know. And then I start I go to make a comment yeah. and I start reading the comments. Yeah. And it's like. Holy fuck, it's one <laughs> hater after another. Yeah. Don't you people have lives to do? Tying up the sidewalk. Like I'm trying to get to work and you're blocking the sidewalk with your ukulele nonsense. Yeah. It's like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so then I end up spending like hours re responding to these people. But I'm not anonymous. I use my name. Yep. I use my picture. You want to fucking argue with me? I'll argue with you any day of the week. And you've got more to lose, probably. You've got a <laughs> you know? whole career, right? You've got to, you know. But it's what's right is right. And, you know, the yeah. fact is, is these people, they want to be anonymous. You want to argue with me? You're going to have to not be anonymous. You're going to have to climb out of the, the, the sewer pit that you live in yeah. and come and come and meet me. Right. It's just a ridiculous thing to think that somebody does something as 
Yeah. As, well, sil- as simple as a, a, a ukulele flash mob, and they get hate. Like you say, you're for censorship. Uh, I kind of have a thing where I'm, I'm really against censorship in any way, shape, or form, right? Because if you can get people fucking bitching about a ukulele show, or you can have people going on to Kelly Marie Trans social media feeds and saying horrible shit. The best case scenario is to fucking engage in that and and beat them. Well, this is where if I don't you retreat like Kellyanne Tran, you're retreating. You're saying the trolls win. You've retreated. The best is to, is to comment, you know, and, and the ones that make are fucking worth it because a lot of them aren't. Right. A lot of them are just noise. And you can see there's noise. Like, you know, we're not anywhere even near Kelly Marie Tran's fucking, uh, you know, social media presence. But we've got a social media presence. And I often when I post the uh, podcast episodes on Facebook groups, the, what I'm coming to mind is our... I think it was the last one was, uh, no, the last one was David Bowie, but the one before that was Solo. We did our Solo review, right? So I venture in, when we post our podcast episode, I venture into the morass, which is the Facebook Star Wars groups, and I'm posting our podcast. And even in our little way, I'll get I'll get bad responses. Like, I, I posited our post in uh, for Solo, I said... You know, Chad and uh, Bill uh, review Solo and wonder why it even exists because that's the problem. One of the problems we have with Solo is why it was even there. It doesn't, you know, I'll I'll point, you know, it didn't contribute to much of the character of Han Solo. So I'll uh, direct listeners to go back and maybe listen to that episode. But some guy said, you know, why does your podcast even exist? So when I read that, I don't, you know, it's a, (laughs) it's a fucking pretty cutting uh, insult, right? Well, why are you even doing all this effort to put out a podcast? It's not worth it. Why does your podcast exist? So what do I do? Do I fucking start crying into my pillow or do I engage him and say, you know, uh, ask the guy, well, give me a particular, uh, reason why you feel the podcast doesn't exist, exist, expose him as a guy who's never fucking listened to the podcast and it's just talking shit and then move on. Cause I've shown him mm-hmm. he, there's no reason to consider his opinion because he's, it's just fucking guys talking shit. Move on. Well, because, you know, that's that's one of those, like, just dumb, offhanded things where they have nothing to say. Because the fact is, is that our podcast, A, you know, might have more value than Solo. Right. You know, because I think that we're trying to participate in a community, put maybe a, a different perspective on something, right. and open up a dialogue. Right. Solo is a pure example of a, of a movie company saying, we want to take the money out of your pocket yeah. because of nostalgia. Yeah. And then you're going to be left with a eh, feeling and that's okay by us. And most of you sheep will feel the same way. It's just okay. You know, right. and then you'll defend it because you like solo. I like, <laughs> I like, I like the character, Yeah, you know, and I didn't mind the actor as I thought I would. Yep. But the fact is, is that, you know, to argue and they, people, we got some, some of the same backlash with Black Panther. Yeah, we you did. Know, yep. That's true. From, you know, Whatever, it's just, you know, we understand the cultural significance of the film and we all, we, we said it over and over again and we believed it, and we but had, it was a bad film. It wasn't a bad, it was just a good movie. It yeah. wasn't a great movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, same with Solo, really. Well, I think Black Panther was still better than Solo. Solo was like, yeah, maybe visually okay, but there was, Panther at least had a, a reason to exist. Yeah. You know, Solo just really didn't. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But nope. haters going to hate, you know? They're going to, oh, well, well, you, why do you say that? 
Well, because yeah. it's a constructive, we're, we're, we're trying to be constructive. We're trying, we're explaining our opinion. Yeah. You are just responding <laughs> and you know, yeah. well, we need. it's like, I know you are, but what am I? Exactly. It's like, fuck you. I know what you are. You're a douche. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, listen to the podcast, make uh, po- points. And if you don't want to take the time to listen to the podcast, say, I don't want to listen to your podcast, but the problem is they've already made a comment on it. <laughs> they say it shouldn't exist. Why? I have no answer. Yeah, then like, fuck off. Other people make comments. I was reading a bunch of comments this week uh, on the uh, on our website, and you know I don't know exactly what they're trying to say, but it was it's half of it's in Russian and they're talking about Viagra. So I don't know if they're 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 uh, insulting our manliness. Yeah, maybe or they're what? just saying that uh, that Han Solo, the, the uh, Solo a Star Wars story, really you know wasn't hard enough. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> But they said it like, or was our opinion about it wasn't hard enough? They said it like three thousand times, and it kept going into my spam yeah. folder. But yeah, there's also something about Prada bags too. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know what they're, you know, they're really trying to say. But I take it as an insult. Well, I was reading uh, some interesting theories, right, about what uh, what this is all about, and people, some people were saying that uh, maybe the reason. You know, the only reason why the media has kind of taken off with this idea that Kelly Marie Tran uh, uh, turned off her Instagram because of uh, being hounded and uh, trolled, uh, you know, harassed and and you know, race, racist comments on her on her uh, feed. It was just one Twitter account. I think it was called Star Wars Facts, and they reported that her. Instagram has been shut down and it was because she was harassed by trolls. Right. But nobody's heard from Kelly Marie Tran about really why she did that. Right. It's just them speculating and that post fucking all of a sudden that's the reason why. It goes from maybe you can watch the progression and it's like maybe it was done by that and then finally the 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 final website just say it was done because of this. Mm. But they don't have any quote from Kelly Marie Tran saying that's why they did it. So some people are thinking maybe it's because they're starting to shoot nine and there's an embargo on on leaks coming out of that hmm, set. Right. And that's why she's turned it off. <laughs> so it, right? it's not a, her response to this at all. No. Well, this is the Nobody knows, but they're speculating. It's a great clickbait fucking well, idea. You know, we run our social media and, and I understand the nature of the beast and, and it would be really surprising when somebody's building their brand to just shut it down. Like yeah. you could just stop doing it. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to exactly shut it down. If you don't like something, you could stop going to Instagram. That's also easy. Right. So it might be that maybe it's, they're just trying to, you know, maybe they're starting production. They yeah. are starting production. Like it's in pre-production now. But isn't she dead? No, she didn't die. Sure she did. No, uh, Finn got seriously injured. She kisses him at the end. And then she dies. No. She's dead. No, she's not dead. Of course she's dead. Rose Tico? Yeah. Go to Wikipedia, man. She's not dead. She, uh, it's Finn. She, she does this really stupid thing in The Last Jedi where they're trying to blow up this big fucking laser gun that's going to blow open the doors to get the last of the rebels. And uh, Finn is going to sacrifice himself and she flies in and fucks him up. And then they end up, Finn is seriously injured, and she, like, gives him a little kiss. They're, like, got a relationship or something. Okay, well, let's see. Wiki- Wikipedia says, yep. Rose, Rose is reading Instagram and passes out 
and then explodes. No. Oh, shit. That's what's <laughs> Finn going brings on. the unconscious Rose on board the Millennium Falcon as the Resistance makes its final escape from Crate. Right. All right, you're right. So she's unconscious. It was actually the other way around. She was unconscious and Finn kisses her. Yeah. Right. It's another thing, too. It's very suspicious that Trump has gotten in all this hot water and then Kelly Marie Tran turns off her Instagram feed and causes this commotion. I think there's a connection there. <laughs> you know, it's I another th- distraction. I think that, you know, and again, it's not so much about censor- censorship as it is about accountability. I think that people <clears throat> shouldn't be allowed to just run their stupid mouths right. all the time about anything with that's not informed. And, you know, I say that, but those same douchebags voted in Donald Trump and recently voted in Doug Ford in Ontario. Yeah. And it's like, I have no faith that these people have any brains. Yeah. Maybe we should take away, you know, I'm against censorship, but maybe we should revoke the right to vote from some people. I like think that you just have to register. If to, you have 905 comment. in your uh, yeah, no. area code. That's right. <laughs> if you prefer the color of blue to orange or red, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but I just think that it's, I think that the accessibility to anonymous email accounts, yep. I think that if you're going to post comments, you should have to register. Yeah. And that's easy enough. Like, there, you have to be a person. You can't just say hateful things. So if something comes back and you're a fucking crazy stalker and you're, a, you know, making somebody's life terrible. Yeah. You know, and we have this, we live this world where the price of stardom is not, it used to be where someone like Elvis was loved to death by his fans, yep. couldn't go out, couldn't go anywhere without a swarm, the Beatles, same sort of thing. Yep. You know, John Lennon was murdered on the street by, a, by you know, a crazy fan. And like yep. this, this is that reality. And But the world where Lady Diana is harassed by paparazzi and can't, can't, move this way or that way and then tries to outrun them and ultimately dies because she's trying to, trying to outrun assholes with cameras yep. who just want to take her picture so that they can make 500 bucks yep. and they don't give a rat's ass that she's also a human being. Yeah, they're in a motorcycle pu- pulling right up to the window with their big cameras trying to fucking take pictures. Yeah, and it's the against window. the law for the for the car with Lady Diana in it to like maybe open a door and take out one of those motorcycles <laughs> or give a little push. Right. But in the end, she pays the price because they're just trying to get away. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that this, it's like you have people like Harrison Ford who vanish into the Montana wilderness. Yeah, or Robert Redford did the same thing. He was did a real he? heartthrob. Yeah. He ran off to Utah, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, it is possible if you don't want this shit to get away from it, but that's what you, is required to do it. You right. have to literally drop the fuck out, <laughs> and yeah. and the the you know and the result of that is that you end up being a crotchety, you know, angry guy who yeah. hates his role as Han Solo. Yeah, or you just become so <laughs> removed. Yeah, you become so removed. Right? There's a toxicity there with the fans, but there's also, you know, a respect and a love, and you're removing yourself from that too. Yeah. Right. So it's a numbers game. You've got tons of fucking people worshiping you and then you've got a, a large amount of people that fucking post shit but the people when somebody posts shit on that feed there's like i say it's a numbers game so the people that are supporting you will fight those people they'll point them out they'll have arguments and and they'll shout those people down and that's democracy in a conversation yeah if there's a vote up vote down element to the yeah. comment then that's good yeah that's the democracy that, there. Right? It's a numbers game. The people that are supporting you will take on those people. Don't censor them. Have the people say dumb, ch- racist, stupid shit. And then the other people will shout them down. 
Yeah. That is democracy. Yeah, but they, right? can, they can do things like if you get 10, 100 thumbs down, you get bumped and it just vanishes. Yeah, or, or like Reddit, it'll just get shrunk into this little thing that you'd have to expand. Yeah. This is below the threshold, it says, and then it gets collapsed and you don't see it unless you open it. Right. It's there to be read. Nobody's voice is being fucking squelched. But, you know, it just is filtering out. Again, it's there's a, a fine line between editing and censorship. Yeah. Well, and this is it, is that, you know, and again, it's it may not be about exactly censorship as much as accountability. If somebody is is out there and visible, they're less likely to just run their mouths. Yeah. And not because of the government, but because of peer pressure. Yeah, well, you definitely have a different attitude with somebody when you're facing them face to face. Yeah. Than when you're just talking shit, right? Like it happens you, with politics. Some 21-year-old douchebag who's, who's working as an intern in some office on Bay Street is much less likely to go face-to-face with a, a, you know, a flash mob of ukuleles and say, you guys are fucking losers. They're not going to stand there and point at them. They're just going to yeah. grumble and internalize it yeah. and then go on to a fucking forum and bitch. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And it's not because of diplomacy the way you know Trudeau was with uh, Trump about... You know, being civil in a discussion and then saying, no, well, this is not acceptable. And then Trump's calling him weak for not getting in his face. But he does he does the same thing. He goes over and he shakes it. Oh, you guys are just the best. You're the best. You're best. Then he goes home and he goes, oh, those North Koreans are so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Hypocrites. <sighs> They're fucking hypocrites, man. They're weak. You suck, you jackass. I recently got uh, Crave, so I've got all these other films that I have have access to and TV shows. Yep. So I watched uh, recently, I'll just go through a few of them, that, the, that were pretty entertaining. I watched the remake of The Magnificent Seven with uh, Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. Right. And, you know, I got to say, Denzel Washington didn't irritate the fuck out of me like he usually does. Right. He was okay. I'm going to give him an okay. I'm going to give him one thumb up, one thumb down. Two That's thumbs. amazing. And Chris Pratt was kind of pratty. Yeah. And then there were some other people, and they were good. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was an entertaining film. Um, I watched, uh, I started watching The Killjoys. Yep. And uh, a friend of mine, Tom, is on that show, and it was, re- it's, it's quite fun. It's a, it's way different than I thought it was. What's it about? It's Aaron Ashmore and, uh, oh, what's her name? She's the one who is in the upcoming Ant-Man film. She plays Ghost. Uh, Killjoy stars, uh, Hannah John Kamen. John Kamen? John Kamen is a hyphenated name. Right. Anyway, it's in a future where they're kind of like bounty hunters. They're called killjoys. Yep. And they, they you know, work for the state That company. would definitely kill your joy if you were yeah. on the run and one of these people took And you. so they go and hunt. They're like special ops that go out and hunt people down. Kind of like bounty hunters. They are bounty hunters, essentially, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's like episodic. It's not uh, serial. So even though there's an over, there's an, you know, overarching... Uh, Storyline. It's like episode to episode, much like uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, where or the it's Expanse, like, or any of the. Well, the Expanse is so serial, though. It's all yeah. It's a long yeah. story told, and so it's just nice. You just you know you get a little story. They go off and they have a little adventure. They do their thing and back. It's a Canadian production, and it's like it's really quite good. I guess they did three or four or five seasons. Right. Three three or four seasons, and the girl is now the ghost in the new upcoming Ant Man. She's the, I guess, the villain that they pull out of the microverse or Oh, wherever. okay, right. 
Um, so that's been quite entertaining. Um, Anything else on? Uh... Yeah, I we watched. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that shows. My mother's been staying with me, and I think that shows need to have a disclaimer, not <laughs> just about not suitable for all audience, but they should say not suitable for all audiences, and don't watch this with your mother in the room. <laughs> Every fucking show we put on has like not just sex scenes, but weird and kinky sex scenes and weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go get something from the kitchen. Well, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> my mom was visiting us, and I'm like, let's watch something on Netflix. I turned on What Happened to Tuesday. It actually has a different name. Oh, yeah, the one with the. It's Numi Rapace. Is right. uh, sisters, like there's six sisters in a world where. It's like the one-child policy. You can only have one kid, right? right. And she, they're she, they're she all identical. All they're identical twins, and they're just trying to... One person goes out and interacts with the world, right? That's septuplets? Yeah, and there's an opening scene where they're all sitting around a table, all the versions of Numi Rapace, and it's pretty technically kind of interesting, neat to watch, but they're cursing and swearing and saying terrible things. I'm like, nope. Yeah. That was my mom sitting oh, next my, to me. These were worse. We were watching <laughs> Pretty Little Lies, and like... <laughs> Nicole Kidman and uh, the Swedish actor. Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Not Bill Skarsgård. It's some other Skarsgård. The, Scar- the Skarsgård from uh, True Blood. Oh. Tall one. Don't know. Anyway, you know, it's just like weird, violent sex and just <laughs> terrible. And then I thought, okay, well, we started watching, because I never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. So have you ever watched that show? Yeah. Okay, so I never watched it. But we thought, oh, let's let's watch it. It's supposed to be funny. It is funny. And it's like, all they're talking about is boners and, like, you know, fucking. And <laughs> then they go over in this in the second or third episode, they go over to this porn star's house. Yeah. Who's an ex-porn star, and it's played by the guy who who is uh, Forget About Saul or... Oh, uh, that guy. Whatever. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah. It's him as a, a, a recently retired porn star. <laughs> and he just goes on to, like... Coming all over her face and teabagging this one. He's telling all these stories at this dinner party, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like, this doesn't happen at any other time. Awkward. <laughs> so they should have a, a disclaimer. Well, it's funny. I remember uh, on the on uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, I think it's uh, what's the actor? He was Larry Sein- David. Larry David. He was one of the team with Seinfeld. Him yeah. and Sein- created him and Jerry it. Seinfeld created it. Um, so it's Larry David and this buddy who's in the... Richard Lewis. No, uh, it might have been Richard Lewis. I think it's the guy who's in the um, the Goldbergs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, buddy, plays his, right? he plays his agent. Yeah, his agent. So I think they're ta- they're somewhere and they're talking and they're they're saying it's it's not good that women have this disparaging thing with men where they go like this. You know, you're like, you're like this. You're only this big. Like, yeah. t- show us two fingers close together. It's like it's tiny, right? Yeah. So they go, they, they come up with a thing where they can insult women where they're like huge. They're big. Where they have big vaginas. And they have a thing on their face. Put their hands up next to their face. Show they're big. You're tiny? Well, you're really big. That's the insult for women. And it was oh. like, that was well done. Except you don't want to watch it with your mother in the room. <laughs> oh, exactly. but you know, oh, you know what was really great? So we started watching Orphan Black. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. It's, no, I was saying Killjoys. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about Orphan Black? Oh, you did. Uh, yeah. Uh, Orphan previous Black. Previous off camera. Fuck, off it was mic. so, it's so good. Yeah. I can't, I, you know, it is so good. And it's like the um, what happened Seven Tuesday. Sister, yeah. yeah. They're all, yeah. She's playing all these She's roles. Clones, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's so good. I can't believe how good it is. Yeah. Um, it got a lot of buzz, Orphan Black. It's a Canadian production, right? Yeah. Yeah, it got a lot of buzz, I remember, when it came out. She, We just saw her. I just saw her on the street there. I'm like way back from seeing uh, Deadpool. Right. No, Solo, from Solo. Coming back right. from Solo, I saw her on the street. <clears throat> but yeah, it's been fun going through Orphan all these Black, things. Yeah. Orphan Black is great. Curb Your Enthusiasm is okay. It's okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, um, uh, actually, the friend I was ta- had up here the other night when we were talking, uh, we were roomies way back in the day. And I remember... Um, I forget what it ran on. It was HBO, wasn't it? Originally yeah, an HBO, so, yeah. uh, and it, they did a marathon, and I sat watching all these one after another after another Kirby Enthusiasm. I think it was probably after about six or seven episodes. I'm like, ugh, I got to stop because it's like so fucking sarcastic. And over Larry and David, over. Larry David is a completely reprehensible, like terrible character, right? Yeah. Like, that's a good thing about him. It's kind of like I remember when. Uh, Mike Judge did a what is it, Beavis and Butthead when, yeah. when they did Beavis and Butthead. I remember Letterman was going on about how great it was. He had I had Mike Judge on his show and he said, "I really love your uh, right in the middle of the original Beavis and Butthead uh, on MTV, the cartoons that got really popular." Letterman was saying, "I love the characters because they are unredeemably stupid. There's uncompromising, right? <laughs> yeah. They're just stupid characters. They're always stupid characters. You know they're never going to change, and there's a space for that." In pop yeah. culture, right? Characters that are stupid and will never change. And it's the same with Larry David. He's a reprehensible, he's egocentrical. He doesn't give, he's always trying to like, you know, he'll fuck people over and he's just all about himself, right? And it's a refreshingly human character. But you can only watch it for five or six episodes and you go, oh, yeah, humans suck so bad. I can't watch this anymore. It's not going to be a show that I think that I'm going to be able to apply, you know, get through all. Yeah, you can't binge nine watch episode, it. Nine it's seasons just or whatever. oppressively like, oh, he's such a terrible, awful character. But, and I can't believe next. So they're doing a, yet another season of Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Now, the first two and a half seasons of Arrested it's Development. Fucking I just, brilliant. It's, Brilliant. Gold, platinum. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and then when Netflix picked that up again, I was like, I still can't get through the whole series. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, I made it, I think it, I it's struggled through six. the worst. It they is. They did it in such a terrible way, right? Like, the beauty of Arrested Development, the original run, is that it would bounce all over the place, and it would go from character yeah. to character, and it was interesting. It's all the little subplots yeah. that are going on. And then they'd all be wound together, and it's kind of like Seinfeld would do the same thing, not maybe on a, as good of a level. Or soap. Or soap, exactly, but maybe in a more really directly comedy way. It was Seinfeld was like that. They'd have all these shit going on, and then they'd all be weaved together at the end of the episode. They'd all yeah. come together, right? And the, uh, Arrested Development was like that. But the second run they did on Netflix was so bad because it would just be about one character running through each episode. Yeah. Just one guy would have... You know, it would be Tobias on one, and it would be Michael... Uh, so they came off more like vignettes than an integrated series. Yeah, and it was fucking terrible. I just had a real aversion to that type of storytelling. So it's I don't like, know no what things. they're going to do with the new one, but it's yeah. like... if it's Maybe any, they'll go back to the scatological yeah, like, stuff like that. Because it was like, I, <laughs> you know... When sometimes you need something to watch, and that's just you just can't even get through it. It's yeah. just terrible. Oh, the original one was so good, man! Oh, just brilliant. So you've seen the? Have you seen any of the Born Born Jason Born movies? Uh, with Matt Damon, the Born Matt Supremacy, Damon, the Matt Born. Damon. Yeah, I've seen the first couple. I think the yeah. Born Loser. I didn't see it D. when they brought in uh, Hawkeye. 
Jeremy Remmer. Jeremy Remmer. Oh, that Jeremy was, Renner. Renner played him. That was the, played him in one. Or he played, I don't think he played Jason Bourne, but somebody in. Well, because he plays. He's in one of the Bourne films. Is another. Maybe they guy. did a spinoff of him. I think for one the third for one movie. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah. recent. The latest one is called Jason Bourne. Okay. No more supremacy. Yeah. No more duplicity. Yeah. No more <laughs> serenity. <laughs> And so it's just called Jason Bourne. Yeah. And they they got him. Yep. And it is uh, him with the same. I forget Who's the actor? J- uh, Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so he's back. Right. He's back. He's back. And he's he gets helped by the same girl. I forget her name who helped him before. Yep. And it's you have Tommy Lee Jones and Alicia Vikander. Oh, she's from Sweden. She is don't from you know? Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> and so she is like the 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 hungry up and coming agent, right? And Tommy Lee Jones is her superior, and she takes lead. Blah blah blah. And she's this computer genius and yep. all this stuff, and so pretty and skin like plastic. <laughs> and yeah. I've never seen a film, even action films. Yep. And I like action films. Yep. But I've never seen an action film that is over two hours long. Yeah. Starring Matt Damon, yeah, where he doesn't say a word until about forty minutes in. Holy shit! And then <laughs> he says like four sentences. Yep. In a dialogue with the blonde girl. Yep. And then the movie goes on, and he doesn't speak again until the end of the third act. <laughs> well, it's good, you know. You don't need need a lot of lines to fucking. Memorize. He's good. And he's good, and it's a real testament to his ability to punch people in the face. <laughs> but, but I've never seen anything like it. Like, yeah, were they paying those, him by the word? He knew. He knew. Who needs all those pages? Man? <laughs> he's Fuck like, it. they're like, uh, we're gonna pay I'm, you by the line, man. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. But I don't want to see four pages of fucking dialogue. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. It's great. You know, he didn't write the script. <laughs> Just point me where I start and where I'm going to end. It's just That's like, it. It's I, hilarious. You know what's funny, relate, kind of related to that, is I was looking, I don't know, on the internets, on the intertubes, and I noticed that they're doing another Jack Ryan movie. Oh, really? Right. And the guy that's starring uh, uh, John Krasinski, he was Jim Halper on The Office. He's uh, Jack Ryan. Okay. And it's like... They got a dramatic poster where he's kind of looking off to the side. And all I can see is fucking Jim Helper. All I can see is the guy from The Office. <laughs> he's supposed to be the action hero. And there's another poster where he's walking away from this big explosion. And he just looks like fucking Jim. He's a goofy kind of guy. He has a goofy comedy look. And he's supposed to be this, they're trying to craft him into this action hero. And like, it's not working. Well, I just watched... Who is which one? Is it the nerdy guy, the the asshole who likes the boss so much? No, it's just the nerdy guy. Pam and Jim were the two characters, right? The, uh, I know the British office better. Oh yeah, like there's the there's the the, the obnoxious boss. Yeah, there's the it's guy. White Shrewd is the guy in the American one. He's the uh, he's the obnoxious guy. He's like I'm the assistant. No, Steve Carell. Well, Steve Carell's a boss. So that's the guy. He's the obnoxious one. Well, then, then he has a sidekick who wants to be his yeah, assistant. Yeah, yeah. That guy with the beady, the bulgy eyes and tall, yeah. tall guy. Yeah, Dw- Dwight Schrute. Is that the action guy? No, that Jim is the guy always fucking that guy up. He's always oh, okay, playing yeah. pranks. So the, you're right. And who was played in the British one was the guy who played the Hobbit. 
Yeah, it's uh, Martin yeah, Freeman. Martin Freeman, the star yeah. of Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad. I, I'm only kidding. Chad. I'm only kidding. I told you in a previous episode. <laughs> oh, it's this episode. <laughs> I don't want the Facebook. I don't want the Facebook mad at me. The haters going to hate, man. The haters going to hate. I don't want the Facebook mad at me. The gospel according to Taylor Swift. It's funny. But uh, yeah, I just didn't buy it. I don't buy it. Jim Halper is not an action hero. And then I watched, uh, speaking of the same thing, I watched the one with Keanu Reeves, the sequel to John Wick. John Wick 2. John Wick 2, Electric yeah. Boogaloo. And you know, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was like, you talk about not talking? <laughs> Fucking Keanu doesn't say anything. Yeah. They're paying him by the syllable. <laughs> I don't want one page of dialogue. I'm not memorizing <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. My days of saying, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. I shouldn't go over here. I'm, oh, I'm, I shouldn't. That was so call. hard. <laughs> All those lines. I don't, I don't want to say that anymore. Yeah. You no know? more Bill and Ted. And so. Fuck it. It's literally a movie that he just kills people over and over and like not different people, not the same person over and over again, but right. just this one person after another killing them. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's. <laughs> It's only action. There's yep. no, and there's still a story. So it was really actually entertaining, yep. even though no real plot other than John Wick is pissed. You need some vacation. You need to some revenge. And it was very entertaining because of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a spot for that. And it's kind of neat to see Keanu because it feels like, oh, wait a minute. Where's he been for the last decade? Yeah. Well, John Wick. He did the first the John Wick and that's it. Yeah. Have you seen The Wall? Uh, with Pink with Matt, Floyd, with Matt, yeah. no, with Matt Damon, no. What's that it, about the, chi- no, the, the Great, Great Wall? Great Wall is called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, some fantasy. Yeah, what's well, actioner? It's, yeah, it's a white man saves China. Of course, because <laughs> white men only save China. Haven't you seen The Last Samurai yeah, exactly. and <laughs> Shogun? Shogun. Oh, and oh, what's the forty-seven Ronin? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it well, takes a white guy to save China. Yeah, you know, out of the billion people there, they still need a white guy to save. Oh them. my God, Facebook, Chad! <laughs> Facebook's exploding. I haven't even posted the episode in this comments. I'm saying it sarcastically. The uh, doesn't go. Sarcasm dies on the internet. Chad. I know. I'm saying it in words. <laughs> Just don't write it as a transcript. <laughs> Take oh, some the Nazis will love us. Take some translation there. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump will love us. I love that nerd talking. Oh yeah, that is just the best. I don't want to go to the G7. I want to. What's the new, 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 new nerd talking just dropped? I want Tremem- to tre- tremendous, just tremendous. I, I, they've highly recommended, but you know, I was going to say Patrick Watson from Titans. Remember that guy? <laughs> I don't think he's gonna. I don't think Donald Trump's gonna get a Patrick Watson no. reference. What's Watson? What's his name? Oh, I was calling him Watson. Watson's his character. Oh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. <laughs> it's a tremendous. They're saying Martin. I'm. I'm gonna see Martin Freeman's they new, say I new watch black, black movie. Panther. It's new Panther. New Freeman. Freeman Panther movie. I like that Andy Serkis and t- Martin Freeman. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Black Panther. I like those guys. Oh, speaking of Andy Serkis, so I just finished watching. We rewatched oh, yeah, the three right. Planet of the Apes films. The remakes or whatever, the most recent ones. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I, I'd seen the first one before, so I watched it for the second time. And I'd seen yep. the second one. I watched that for the second time. And they were good, you know. Yep. But I have to say, the third Planet of the Apes film was amazing. Right. It was so well done. It was such a great script. The CGI is just, it is unbelievable. 
And and it's not so much in the apes. The apes are amazing. Like, you know, but after a few films, you figure, you know, they, they got the apes down. But it's little things like the helicopter crashing and stuff like that. It's just everything is so spot on in that movie. Right. It's, it is just, you are completely immersed. You believe every second of what you're wow. seeing. That's cool. It was well, so I, good. I only watched the first one and I really liked it. Yeah. I should have kept going with the other ones, I guess. Well, remember, they're all good, but the third one, on you know, besides being like really well presented, yep. Woody Harrelson is the villain in the in that story. Okay, and you know, he and he's brilliant. But what is amazing, without giving out any spoilers of this, is that this has just about the best ending that a film could have. Like it just okay. it comes out of you know, like you are kept not knowing what's going to happen next all that's, the way through. Well, that's a real precious thing in movies Unbelievable. these days. Like uh, watching Solo to bring it back to fucking Solo. Yeah. This could be the ep- this will be the podcast. We're going to start just piss- <laughs> pissing and moaning about the shit we've already seen. Oh, we're going to just Solo's going to get sit. worse and worse. Like Ready Player One. I had to fucking I have to bring that specter up. But uh, Solo, like my wife was watching it in the theater, right? And she's like Woody Harrelson's going to betray him, <laughs> you know? And then Woody Harrelson betrays him. <laughs> yeah. And she's like whispering plot. Like she must've done it five times, yeah. whispering plot lines. And then that would happen. It was so fucking predictable. Right. Oh, yeah. And what you're talking about where uh, at a movie at the end, you're not like uh, infinity war is another one. Right. Mm-hmm. Where just, you've not like being surprised by something in a film is a rare fucking treat these days. Yep. Right. And, Planet of the Apes, Battle, Bat War, War for the Planet of the Apes is the third one. Right. And it's just like, I, I didn't even, <laughs> wasn't an option in my mind. I thought, you know, yeah. you, you kind of, you, you're so used to the predictability of film. Yeah. And you're like, I love, I love the ending. Yeah. It's, and I, I don't know if they're making more. I don't know if that's it. Right. Because this kind of brings it up to, you know. Charles you know, Heston? It just comes up to like the planet of the apes, right? Like right. the planet, the planet, because where they'll have control over everything. Right? Yeah, like in the, in the original series, I think it was Battle for the Planet of the Apes, which is the one where they you see the humans that are in the bunker, right? And that one starts with you know a chimpanzee, like a preacher or something. I don't know if it was a chimpanzee; it could be an orangutan. But they're yeah. they're doing a sort of sermon to children, and they're talking about Caesar. Right. Which is what the this new series is all about is Caesar. Right. Not Cornelius. Right. And, uh, you know, talking about Caesar and how he created the law of ape shall not kill ape. And Right. That's cool. It was so good. That's good. You gave us some, some good stuff to watch. Yeah. And we'll tell people, don't be dicks on the internet. Don't be dicks. You know, try to calm down. Calm down, everyone. That's right. We don't mind. You can be dickish to us. Yeah. You know, actually, you know, sure. Go it. ahead. Go ahead. You know. Go to our social Beggars media. can't be choosers. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Any press is good press, I guess, as I say. <laughs> Still, I would ask people to uh, rate and subscribe to this podcast wherever you can. And if you really feel the need to fucking put a dickish comment, go ahead. Sure. You can. You can it's all good stuff. Copy and paste the title and put in your Facebook. <laughs> share with all your friends. There's share buttons. It's, it's, you yeah. can do that too if you're tech savvy. Send it to all those alt-right uh, websites. They're going to fucking start a mob and fucking put us all down on the internet. That's okay. That's right. We don't we mind if, if you're old and you put everything on cap locks and you write your whole <laughs> comment in cap locks. So you think you're Owen Meany. 
but like like my mom <laughs> was corresponding. That was a good old meanie reference. That's right. I like that. That was a good one. Thank you. But yeah, and uh, you can go to nerdstalking.com and uh, you can check out an archive of our previous episodes. You can also see a library of our uh, nerdstalking videos that we're creating and you can uh, check out our social media feeds and slag us and call us assholes and fucking we're scumbags that don't deserve to exist and we're going to die of cancer. We yeah. And if, do that. well, in speaking of dying of cancer, like you can, you can check out our Spider-Man song that <laughs> talks about cancer. Exactly. And, and if you're going to watch Jason Bourne, it's good to go check out our Alicia Vikander song. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you can find it all about her. Including that she's from Sweden. That's right. <laughs> and I'll say goodnight. So long. Somebody wrote me a nasty letter But they didn't sign their name I think I know I know who wrote it Well I recognize Recognize that hand